Blog Talk Radio. I don't know about anybody else. Let's see what we got going on. Uh, uh, I'm here. Okay. Well, that's Chris. Rick, are you no, back? I was just slam dancing on top of my table to that music. So I'm here. Love that. Love that. Best music ever. Okay. So let's see if we can get Joe because I think I just got his email address wrong. I don't know what's going on. It, it's a little little weird. I've never had that problem with uh, Blog Talk Radio before. Everybody still there? Anybody? Somebody? Yeah, we're yep. still here. I'm just looking at. We're live on air, uh, audience. Uh, in case you didn't know, we left. We last left you in a segue. We are back <laughs> <laughs> on the last exciting episode of Geekish Cast Live. I was asking a question and nobody answered. It took about five <laughs> minutes, and now for the exciting conclusion. Let's see if uh, <laughs> he comes back in. Well, so what the um. The main topic of the week was going to be, and we'll give Joe a second to reconnect here, was going to be a podcasting and fandom. Um, I just did a panel at the uh, Alternative Press Expo last weekend in San Jose, where I did a question and answer panel about podcasting in general, which was like technical. One of the things we never really talk about is what is the place of podcasting with uh, fandom? And I thought this would be a good time since I do a general fandom show. Chris, you've done two separate fandom shows. Uh, let's yeah. talk real quick about the place of, and Rick, you kind of, I mean, you run a network and you've done a fan-based and otherwise show. Let's kind of talk about, like, the place of podcasting and media and stuff like that. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you because the first podcast I listen to regularly was Return to Camp Blood, which was your yes. second podcast. <laughs> so tell uh, me yeah, I guess, about I your guess, experience yeah. doing that. Yeah, I guess technically it was my second podcast. Um, uh, uh, basically, you know, I, I, I get super interested in, in certain things, and I want to, and, and I don't have time to like read books and stuff that much anymore. So mm-hmm. when I'm interested in a topic, I immediately search for a podcast about it. Um, and you know, I don't have time to go on YouTube and watch videos about this stuff cause I have other shit to do. <laughs> um, so with the Friday, th- I mean, I guess it's the same for, for the Friday the 13th show and this one. Um, I basically went on iTunes and looked around for, for some, for some shows and the fandoms that I wanted to hear about and, um, finding nothing that sort of grab me i just decided well there's nothing there's there's not a show that i want to hear about this topic so i'm I'm just gonna make one <laughs> uh that's right. not to say that that's i mean that's not to say that there's the the shows out there and those and those particular fandoms are bad they just weren't what i was looking for 
I got you. Joe, are you back? I'm back. Oh, I don't know what happened, guys, but apparently the Chinese have nuked the western seaboard of the United States. Is that, <laughs> is that irresponsible? Should I not have said that? Uh, I mean, uh, wrong we're not on Twitter, yeah. so you should be good. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is not it. on Twitter, so you should be good. You <laughs> should be okay. Uh, hey, Joe, so um, you run Joe on Joe, which is a G.I. Joe podcast. When you, I do. When you sat down to put that together, did you look at, were there other G.I. Joe podcasts? What was the, um, the kind of background behind you putting together a fandom podcast? Well, I always wanted to do a, uh, I, like the, I like watch-along podcasts. So I was looking through the catalog of things that I'm interested in and, and, you know, like DVDs, box sets and stuff that I own. And, you know, there's a, there's a million Simpsons one podcasts and, and dark Knight, you know, Batman ones and all that stuff. And Kurt, there are a few other JJ podcasts, but there weren't, and with no offense to any of them that may happen to listen to this, there weren't any that, that were doing what I would want to hear, which is a comprehensive rundown of every single episode. Like the, the, the podcasts that I found were, they did the, the mass device and then they did a rise serpent or rise. And then, the, you know, like they would jump around the cannon. Right. Right. So for, for me, it was, I, I, I want to see someone talk about every single episode of GI Joe. And so that's kind of how it was. And then I got, I thought of the name, which I'm just enamored with. Uh, and as soon as I thought of the name, then that, then I, I was creatively, I was like, I have to get this out. So that was two years ago. Yeah. I, th- I think honestly that that that's probably how most of these super niche fandom podcasts get started. Um, you know, because I, like I said, I was, I was in the same boat as Joe. None of the podcasts about the topics I want to listen to sort of wet my whistle. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause <laughs> we, look, I was the host of a Friday 13th show for two years and it's still going. Um, there, and there's only 12 movies. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> Yeah, oh, when when I say I wanted a comprehensive review, like Joe was saying, um, that's what we did on the movies. I think generally, um, we probably could, probably could have even went deeper with them uh, some some of the stuff. But um, yeah, I'm in the I'm in pretty much the same boat as Joe. I, I looked around iTunes, saw that there maybe were a few podcasts on the topic, but none of them really caught my interest. None of them were really doing the the kind of uh, show that I wanted to hear. So I just you know, just decided to do the show that I wanted to hear. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I'd, I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't also include one of the reasons I chose to do my show the way I chose to do it uh, is that I didn't, I don't have a ton of time in my life to do like a lot of deep research and deep interviewing, you know, and like, get, so my show's not about like what was happening behind the scenes when they wrote this episode and they animated this episode. I, I, I my guests are my friends and you know, I've had a few ran, you know, like made new friends basically from it, but I formatted my show to be something that would make it easy to fit into my lifestyle and still be a quality show. Yeah, that that's pretty much the way we did the Friday show, um, because we would get emails all the time when we would present theories and they would be like, well, that's not that wasn't the writer's intent. And basically, I'm like, I don't really care what the writer's intent was. I'm talking about what happened on screen. Totally. <laughs> Starbucks Nourinho 70 cold brew coffee. In source. Whoa. What was that? that? Was I don't know. It was something about 70s group popping. Oh, in source. 
Yeah, it was cold. I don't know. Cold brew pornography or something is what we got. Right? <laughs> yeah. So recently, I was talking about I was talking about my podcast to someone recently, and, and uh, they were they were genuinely asking about it, and they were like, "So, so who do you get as guests? Like, what kind of big guests have you had?" And I went, uh, my friend from the comic shop. Yeah. <laughs> my wife. You know, like that's it's to about me, that's friends. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's about friends sitting around watching a show that that we all love and bond over. You know, that's for me. That's that's what it began. And just because there's so many great interview shows and so many great shows that get really, you know, you, you could, you could spend all day chasing huge names for your pod and maybe that would help your numbers. But ultimately I just wanted to do a pod that I cared about. Yeah, that's, that's respectable. Um, you know, when you talk about interviews, if you listen to pretty much any of the return to camp blood stuff, we were, we were our horrible interviewers. Um, and we actually did talk to uh, a handful of the actors from the movies and stuff. And they, you know, it, it wasn't, I don't know. It, it was great talking to them. Uh, oh, it's, it's cool when you get it. I just like, it's a ha- It's a hustle. Not a half. It becomes your job, you know? Well, yeah, we, we, you know, we, you we had, you had Flint was it the guy that played Flint or one of the, I did, the I did. I had Bill Ratner, yeah. but, but Bill's actually a friend of mine out here, so like yeah, that wasn't... He, has such an, he has such an awesome voice. He used to go like, oh, so tell Bill, me about your traffic ticket, the and then he would talk, you know. Yeah, Bill's the That'd best, be absolutely. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, believe me, believe me when I say about about that stuff. Like, I didn't do any of the going out and getting people for the show. Um, I some of the co-hosts that I, I I picked were pretty much based on the fact that they already had connections. Yeah. Um, and, the, you know, I had other people booking uh, the, these guys like that's not something I, I mean, I'm already doing the, the editing and all that stuff. So I, I wasn't about to do all that, too. But had I not <laughs> had I not hooked up with people that already had sort of a foot in the door uh, for that stuff, I, I probably wouldn't have had any uh, of the of the actors on. Right. We just lost Rick. So let me uh, try to get him back. I think I'm back. Um, Oh, hey, there he is. is. Yeah. If I could say something real quick, I think sure. one thing about podcast and fandom is, from a first from a fan's perspective, is that your eyes are open to a lot of things that you may not see. Uh, Game of Thrones is something I'm big into, and all of the fan theories and a different perspective that you get to see in listening to these podcasts. And I'm just a fan of podcasts in general, so... Um, I think it plays just such a huge role in getting people to analyze a show. I mean, Joe, you do Joe on Joe and from just taking that deep dive episode by episode, um, just seeing the show from a different perspective. And then as a podcaster, like Chris was talking about interaction with fans, interaction with other people that have the passion, the same passion that you do, you can always tell when somebody's doing a show and they're passionate about it and just, it's like being in a group of people. I mean, you're talking to people that may yeah, think yeah. the same way as you or just get insight from other people when you do a podcast that you may have not thought of your, yourself. Totally. My guests, a lot of times my guests on my show are my fans. This, this, this week's guest is a fan of mine. I, I ever, on every show I say, if you, want to, if you want to co-host with me, send me an email. And we, just, we do it remote over Skype. And for the most part, it works great. Like sometimes the audio is a little iffy, but you know, I think people forgive that. Because you're getting, you're just, you're getting one of you, you know, like you're, because you are, well, I am you. And, you know, so like, yeah, let's get together and let's, let's, let's watch a show we love. 
you know, yeah. we've been doing that. That was actually, we took that cue from you, Joe, is that we've been having a guest uh, fourth chair with us. But we've been doing this now, like three weeks. This is the third time we've done it. Yeah. And uh, that idea came from you. I thought that was a great idea. We'd start rotating an extra person in. Now, this week, obviously, Chris is sitting in for Paul, and Rick is our fourth chair, our uh, – what, what was the, uh, the the drummer from Spinal Tap, uh, so to speak? So he will have to be blown oh, up at the end stumpy, of this. Stumpy Peeps. Yeah. Stumpy Peeps. Stumpy Peeps. Uh, real quick, I, I don't often talk about my Rest other podcast. Yeah, I don't often talk about my other podcast on the show, but I have another show called The View from Dog River, which is a fan podcast where we do the same thing like Joe does, but we do it for a cor- uh, Canadian TV series called Corner Gas. It was only on the States for two years. But doing that show, I have had many of the stars on. And for my birthday in August, my wife and I actually went to dinner with one of the stars and his wife. Podcasting has opened up an awesome world of fandom to me that I didn't even know could exist. Yeah. Well, when, when I was young, couldn't exist. The, the potential for it wasn't even there. <laughs> so for me... It's amazing. I love every part of it. And I sometimes feel bad when I flag or forget or get lazy and don't do it because it has been such an awesome experience. I love podcasting about fandom stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'm alone in that, but for me, it's an amazing experience. You Dude, are yeah, not yeah, alone. Yeah, you, you have two, at least two people on here who podcast of, of, for a very specific niche. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't think you're alone in that. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. But Joe, you live in LA, so you you rub elbows with some of these guys from time to time. Me, I'm in Modesto. You know, George Lucas moves <laughs> away from here. You know, bro, yeah, I don't want to hear it. I live in Virginia. Okay, nothing <laughs> is happening in Virginia. <laughs> well, you're close to Newport News, right? Yes, I'm close to Newport News. <laughs> I almost got a, I almost got murdered at a bar in Newport News 15 years ago. That make that makes sense. It probably still be the case today. <laughs> um, so let me ask you guys this: since um, you know we're all kind of in the the fandom thing here, have you had a bad experience with uh, doing a podcast that's related to fandom? Jim Elliott. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Can we? Can we do that real quick without opening up ourselves to a lawsuit? Can you do a, a quick cursory version of that? What do you mean? <laughs> well, oh, so you no, got an, I mean, you got basically, yeah. yeah, basically, like uh, within the first couple of episodes that we did for uh, Return to Camp Blood, I got an email from someone just basically because um, my 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 then thirteen year old daughter was on the show and. Uh, we said some bad words while while she was on, and this guy didn't take too kindly to that. And so we we had a quick back and forth about it, um, you know, and and whatever. And then I, I you know we we would bring him up periodically on the show. And then probably about six months ago, out of the blue, I got an email from him again with him pretending to be someone else. I mean, he eventually outed himself as the the, the original guy, but. He, <laughs> I wish I had time to go into the whole story. Like that's probably a whole episode's worth of, of material right there. <laughs> that sounds that sounds especially because it's a Friday the Thirteenth fan, so that sounds frightening. 
I mean, oh, he's from you know what I'm like so, there's certain it, fandoms. Like if I'm running a My Little Pony uh, podcast and, and I get a, a kind of an angry letter from a fan, I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I don't know Bronies, those bronies. I'm running man. a Friday 13th podcast and I get a crazy thing. I don't know. I am way more afraid of a, oh, he, a brony he, than I am a Friday the 13th fan. He, 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 <laughs> yeah, th- this guy was talking about that he trademarked our name and we needed to like shut everything down within 24 hours because he earned, he owns the rights to our name. What? Uh, he then he threatened to sue me for uh, a libel because I mentioned his name a couple times. Then I had to explain to him what libel meant, and then he was like, well, I don't live in America. I live in Canada. I'm like, bro, the libel laws are the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> Plus, I am sure that anybody you interact with in your public life has no idea who the hell I am and would never have heard my show where I talk shit about you. Wow. <laughs> oh, because, I mean, we, we would get, like like, shitty emails periodically after that. And, but every time we would just call him, call the the emailer Jim Elliott. <laughs> Funny. So, so every Funny. shitty every shitty person that we came across uh, that was Jim Elliott. I, and hell, was all I know, my the, upside, the upside of that is people are listening. You're 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 getting people. You know, you're getting ears. That's the upside. Any news is good news in show business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, 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 like what 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 was funny though is is um, when I left the show, I didn't announce it or anything, and then Nate, uh, who is the current host, he didn't say anything about it until probably four or five episodes after I was already gone, and then he finally said, "Hey, Chris is moving on to other stuff. It had some personal stuff going on, had to quit or whatever." But um, Jim Elliott emailed Nate right after that episode, so you're talking about. This dude who, who, who says he hates the show so much and that yeah. we're such pieces of shit, this man has listened to every episode for two years waiting for us to mention his name. <laughs> it's like the, the Howard Stern, the, the movie. They're like, why do you, the average listener listens for 30 minutes and what's the reason? Uh-huh. The ones that like it, what will he say next? And then the ones that hate it, what's your reason? What will he say next? The same thing. Yeah. It wasn't it the ones that hated it, hate it, listened longer. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Joe, have you ever had a negative uh, thing come up because of you? Uh, you know, cross cross my fingers. No, uh, I've you know sometimes I'll get stuff wrong because you know I'm a one man band over here, and I'll yeah. have a few listeners reach out and they'll be like, oh, it was actually this, or or I like I couldn't remember something, or but it's always very friendly. Like the GI Joe fandom has welcomed me very kindly. That's awesome. Um, yeah, for the Corner Gas Show, anytime I've gotten something wrong, people are very polite and say, oh, hey, uh, I want to do a bad Canadian accent. Oh, hey there. Uh, yeah, you got that wrong, eh? But uh, here's the right answer. <laughs> and I love the Canadian people. They th- I think they know I love them because I spend my vacation dollars with them. Um, now, I have gotten a couple things wrong about Star Wars. And um, guys, let me tell you, don't you're piss off a Star Wars fan. Don't no, do it. What you did you get wrong? Received, Tell me right now. What did you get wrong? All manner of oh, death threats from that. <laughs> I, I think I think I actually got the the order of the Obi Wan lightsaber wrong, or some version of that wrong, or maybe mix up the Luke and Obi Wan lightsaber that looks similar that both had the welding head on it. And okay, I, I was like called I was called an idiot and a douchebag. I'm pretty sure for mixing whatever that, it was up. That's yeah. amazing. I'm gonna have to hang up on you now. I didn't know that that oh, was the case. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, lovely Joe is chatting one of those, with you. 
Yeah, he's a Presbyterian Jedi, and he doesn't believe in mixing <laughs> <the> lightsabers. <laughs> oh, God. Rick, have you ever run into anything ugly with fandom in any of your uh, podcasting experience? Well, as well, running the network, I wouldn't say anything on fandom that I've said, but the number one thing I get when I talk to people about podcasts, if I go to a Comic-Con, or if I'm at any other event promoting uh, podcasts, the big, the first question is, uh, what's a podcast? And I find that hard to believe nowadays that people still don't know what podcasts are. But I take my time, and I mean, a positive out of that is like at the end of the, our conversation, a lot of these people pick up their iPhone, look at the podcast app, start listening, and become fans of podcasts. Because uh, I, I, I plead to everybody out there a while ago when I started listening to podcasts, it's, it's just something very unique. It's a more of an intimate relationship um, with your host. I mean, not intimacy, but you know, it, uh, pretty close and you get, depending on your podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, but, Joe on Joe, it's very intimate. But if you're you get, into being on Joe. Yeah. It's all in the name, hottest, the name the of the show. The hottest Joe actually around. It depends on what it is. But yeah, like Joe said, it, it you can have your fans come on your show. And what other medium is that? And what other medium do you find people as passionate about topics as this? A lot of times when you turn on YouTube and you're talking about like a, an article on Screen Rant, is that person really a fan of The Flash? Or is that person really a fan of Superman? Or are they just reporting on it? And you don't always see the same level of passion that you do right, when someone right. actually produces their own material. Like Joe, like your one-man show – Jeremy, one-man show. Chris, you're now a one-man show. I mean, it takes a level of passion about a topic to be able to do that. And I think that, you know, in the YouTube realm, in this Internet media that we have today, I think podcast is the preferred form for myself because I can find people that are just as passionate about a topic as I am. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to ask this because we're going to have to wrap up here pretty quick. Uh, with Geekish Cast, I sometimes feel like I cast too wide a net. And sometimes with uh, the view from Dog River, I feel like I cast too narrow a net. Um, let me ask you guys, whatever order you want to pop off in, uh, the advice you always hear with podcasting is is niche down, niche down, niche down. Joe, you do a show. Chris, you do a game universe. How tight do you have to get to a topic how loose do you feel like you have to get? Have you hit the right balance? What are your thoughts? Well, for my show, I feel like I, I've hit the right balance for what my what my uh, capabilities are. I think I'm not a current you know, like I'm not a massive toy collector of the Joe mm-hmm. of the Joe stuff. Like this is this is just a it was a huge part of my childhood, um, and so I'm not equipped to talk about the toy collecting. Uh, I'm not going to go out and do all these in-depth interviews because frankly, I'm not a investigative journalist, you know? So I've, I've gone as in depth into the topic as I want. And yet also deeper than a normal, you know, broad stroke pop culture show would go. So I think, I feel like the answer is, is you find what's comfortable for you. Um, I do find that shows that are a little broader tend to need to rely on guests more. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Jeremy. Well, <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's, it's also, it is true. No, and it's, it's also, it's to help with growth and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, so that's, that's one of the reasons why I decided to do a super niche one too. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and I I don't say that to 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 cast shade over there, Jeremy. Um, of course. Not. Uh, but but the and I, I've told you this before. The the type of show that you do is a show that I will listen to episodes that are about topics that interest me. Yeah. But I I will likely not listen to every one of them. Um, with a super niche episode, uh, with a super niche show like like Joe on Joe or or Return of Camp Blood, like. You have to be super invested as as a as a um, you know as a fan to listen to a show like that. Yeah. Um, because you're you're not just hitting surface stuff, um, and a, and a lot of fans of of things don't care about um, diving super deep into everything. Um, with, with this Fallout show that I'm doing, I'm trying to do a little something different, you know, incorporating real history um, and, and stuff like that uh, within the context of the Fallout universe. Um, and we're only two, uh, we have only recorded two episodes so far. Um, I've, I've been decently happy with the way they've turned out. Um, but we'll, we, you know, I'll, I'll just have to see how this, how this new thing goes. Um, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not as comfortable with it as I was with the return to camp blood. Cause I pretty much treated that the same way Joe treats on treats his show. Um, we, we, we just talked our opinion. Um, there was no like deep research involved, but with this, it's a little different. So, um, yeah, I gotcha. So guys are getting ready to wrap up and I just like to point out that I'm a better interviewer than any of the people I'm sitting here talking with right now. So it's okay. <laughs> I have to have on. That's true. I suck at it. Yeah. yeah you're probably uh, true. You're probably true. Yeah. Yeah. My interviews, my interviews mostly consist of that's awesome. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? I love it. All right. This is the episode. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty much what my interviews are. That's good stuff. But I've been on Joe's show. I enjoyed it quite a bit. If you love GI Joe, Joe, where can people check out Joe on Joe? Well, go. You know, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. You know, uh, JoeandJoe.com is the website. Uh, you find me Joe and Joe Pod is my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook handle. Just seek me out. You can find me easily on iTunes and all that stuff. And 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 check the show out. If you're even if you're not a massive GI Joe fan, uh, I most of my guests, while they're just like friends and people I know, they all do something different. So I try to bring that walk of life out of them. And, and connect it to G.I. Joe and kind of find a common bond of things that we all enjoyed when we were 10 years old. Awesome. Chris, if people want to find the Nucleus, where can they go? Nucleuspodcast.com. Um, we're on the Facebooks at the same, Twitter at the same. Um, we, don't, we don't do much posting there yet, but I'm hoping to, to fill some of that out soon. Um, like I said, we just launched on the, on the 30th of September, so we're still trying to, trying to get our legs. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, Nucleuspodcast.com is the best place. Awesome. Rick, where can people find We Are Astro Panda, Astro Panda Podcast? Come on. Uh, you can find us on blogtalkradio.com slash astropanda or astropandaproductions.com. Follow us on Twitter at We Are Astro Panda. Thank you. Awesome. And Rain of Zeus is going to play us out.
uh, stuck around. Me and Rick are still here for a second. Uh, Rick, thank you for joining us tonight. I do appreciate it, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah, sorry, everybody else sorry. Off? Yeah, everybody else dropped out, and it's okay. This this continues to record for a few minutes as we wrap up, but um, we did have some recording issues, so this will show up as two episodes for whatever reason. Uh, hopefully, we'll have it ironed out next time. There will not be a live episode next week. I have just discovered today that I will be on an airplane uh, flying to and from the Pacific Northwest when we should be doing this. Uh, sorry, everybody. We'll uh, be back the week after that. Rick, you got anything going on you want to let us know about before you go? No, just follow us on Twitter at We Are Astro Panda. And thanks again, Jeremy, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We'll uh, we'll be in touch soon. Everybody, checks out at geekishcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekishcast. I tweet from at the geekishcast. And we'll see you all next time. All right. Thanks, Rick.